Ice Jar. Welcome to the space where I remind you that all of our lives are a little bit messy, stressy, but oh, are they blessy. <laughs> made it back you're listening again i am honored have you ever gotten a voice memo from me when i am angry or when i am like really excited i sing um so i think we're gonna oh no guys that was the first one no more so i think we're gonna bring that to the pod and we're gonna ixnay the word that I said probably a thousand times the last podcast, I really challenge you, I champion you to go back to the intro podcast and take a shot every time I say the word U-M. Maybe you spell it U-H-M. Either way, I challenge you to do that and report back to me with how drunk you are because you're going to be blacked. You're going to be blacked the fuck out, honey. And you know what? Brenna Melrose, you'll meet her in later podcasts, would approve. Brianna Melroy, probably wouldn't. Just kidding. Brianna Melroy also loves taking shots. Sometimes. Depends what the shot is. I am the girl who says, can you make me something sweet? And normally the bartender thinks I'm sweet. So they're okay with it. So anyway, do without what you will. I am so happy you're back at this podcast. And I am calling this podcast, well, this episode, Bloom Where You Are Planted, question mark. Do you want to know the origin of that phrase? Guess what? We don't know the origin of that phrase. When I Googled it and came upon Christianity.com, which (laughs) you know. That is a solid, solid source. A lot of people think that the phrase came from the Bible, that it has a biblical meaning, but we we really don't have a true origin for it. Uh, Like we know kind of where in the life it came from, and there are scripture verses that are similar to bloom where you are planted that aren't exactly the same phrase, but like use kind of the same words. In the end, obviously it's supposed to mean make the best of where you are, right? Which, awesome. I love, I love a positive, uplifting quote. I have this little, what would you call it, a canvas, I suppose, that I got from, if you've ever been near the Orpheum, I think it's the Hay Market, is that what's in Omaha? No, 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 no. The old market. The old market in Omaha. There's this kind of like, I guess a gift shop. There's a lot of little things that you shouldn't buy, but you buy, okay? And I have this canvas from there that says, Go confidently in the direction of your dreams. Live the life you've imagined. And one of my very close friends, an old roommate, Claire Frances Hamlin Sullivan, would walk into my room, and she would say, Hey, Brianna, did you go confidently in the direction of your dreams and live the life you imagined? And 
it just it's something funny sometimes she'll randomly text me about it same vein as bloom where you are planted okay that's where i'm trying to go but what i have an issue with with bloom where you are planted which is why i've added the question mark is if a plant that you have planted in a pot starts getting too big what do you do you repot it you replant it right because the environment doesn't work anymore the environment you're in is not sustainable for your growth you wouldn't plant a cactus in a rainforest right i okay i should maybe google that maybe a cactus could survive in a rainforest but i'm pretty sure a cactus could not survive in a rainforest um, or it would just be too wet Okay, we're on a weird tangent right now. Just come with me. Come with me on this journey. I'm not liking this phrase, bloom where you're planted, because I, while I love Kearney, Nebraska, and where I am from, I could not bloom there. I could not bloom there. To be honest, I'm not sure if I have bloomed. I think I'm still maybe in the bud stage. (laughs) Maybe not. I don't know. But listen, what I want to get through on this episode and what you should know is today is May 12th. May 12th is my 27th and a half birthday. May 12th is also my six month anniversary in Austin, Texas. Everybody clap! Was that annoying? Maybe. Did you laugh? I hope so. This is my podcast. Deal with it. Anyway, so we're here on the Bloomer You Were Planted journey, and I am at six months in Austin, Texas, which is wild. Honestly, everyone says this, but where has the time gone Uh, six months here has been truly crazy and as I was preparing for this podcast uh, I told you that I love a research project and I didn't dive too deep I will tell you I did not dive too deep but I did find the most scholarly based of references and the first one that I found is called inverse.com And what Inverse.com told me is that 4 in 10 Americans don't move away from their hometown. Wild. Wild. And then 70% of people in the Midwest, so now we're breaking it down by region, 70% of people in the Midwest stay in their home state. Most of those people staying in their hometown. It didn't give me a direct number. But then we move staying in the region category then we move further west and people that grow up in the western states are a third of a let of how about i speak english maybe and how about i read my notes it says less than a third of people who grow up in western states do the same california being the state that most people move around at more of a frequent rate so that's crazy it's crazy to me that 
even by region. And I mean, okay, then we have to look at like socioeconomics and we have to look about mental state, right? We could do a whole, a true deep dive project of this. But to know that 70% of the Midwest, where I am from, where probably most of my listeners are based, most of us don't leave our home state. And I, I don't want to like beat someone over. Oh my God. Did you guys just hear my cats? I am telling you to rewind. Is it rewind? I don't know. To go back and listen very closely. And you can hear Holly and Ozzy, my two kittens, literally having a WWE battle on the other side of the apartment. It's just, it's just a tiny little, but it's, it's there. So anyway, back to the people who don't leave their home state. Which, again, there's nothing wrong with any of it, but I'm telling you, please leave your hometown. Good God, I beg of you to please leave your hometown. Even if it's just to study abroad for a semester for college. Even if you are just moving away for a month. Leave. The perspective that you gain is insane. And I know you're probably like, Brianna... Not all of us want to move to New York City. Not all of us want to move to Austin, Texas. I'm telling you now. I don't understand that. (laughs) I was going to do something like really like deep and thoughtful there. But I really I don't understand. It's hard for me to comprehend not wanting to leave. I think that my first words out of my mouth were New York City to my mother. I know that they weren't. But. They might as well, should have been, could have been, whatever, whatever words we want to use there. Anyway, experience the world. So, bloom where you're planted, as a personal phrase, is not my favorite, obviously. Because I, I couldn't bloom in Carney, like I said. And moving to New York City, I just always knew there was no other option. My life path thus far, until me having six months ago, eight months ago, I'm not sure, a mental breakdown, was I was in New York City to be on Broadway. Pause. There was a global fucking pandemic. No one could have predicted that global fucking pandemic. And it, I can't even like get fully into it because I will cry on this podcast, And I am so proud of my other artist friends who have bounced back from it. No one except artists, theater performers, and visual artists, everyone in the arts world, will understand the derailment that that did to us. The progress that was gone. Anyway, we're off that tangent. But my entire life plan was I'm living in New York City. I'm going to be on Broadway. If I'm not on Broadway, I'm auditioning in New York City and I'm going out on contracts, but my home base is New York City. Well, a year ago, I would say probably last May, I was like, maybe I don't want to be here anymore. Maybe this is not what I want. I'm not sure. Maybe it's time for me to repot myself somewhere else. And there's a lot of other things that went into this. And I'm sure I will talk about it more later, but I need to be in a different spot 
than I am. There was work things, there was life things, all, all of the things, right? But what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, there is no reason, none, none, none in any universe, here, there, anywhere, that you should ever force yourself to be in a space where you can't grow, you mentally don't feel healthy, and I'm just letting you know that right now I'm really speaking to myself, <laughs> that you don't feel mentally healthy, that you don't feel like there's any growth, that you just feel stagnant, leave. Leave right away. Go somewhere else. Repot your fucking plant of your human being somewhere else. Because moving is not insane. Living somewhere else is not insane. Deciding that you don't like where you are is not insane. I think we put such high stakes on, and now listen, I'm speaking from my point of view, but we put such high stakes on life paths and that you're supposed to buy a house. You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. Don't do it if you don't want to do it or do it. Buy a house and be like, you know what? I didn't want this house. Sell it. There are no decisions in life that can't be undone there will be consequences obviously but I think that we need to and this is my word for 2023 so maybe it's not yours but I think we need to be a little bit more selfish with our time our space and our person so move move if you want to move so anyway lots of variables that took me out of New York City, but oh God, do I think I'll be back? I do. I do think I'll be back. I couldn't tell you when. Or maybe someday I will have the money to have multiple homes and I will have a home in New York City. Who knows? I don't know. Life, a dream is a wish your heart makes when you're fast asleep, right? In summation, what I am telling you in this first thought barf brain vomit there is an actual word for this and it is escaping me right now word vomit brain blast i'm not sure all of these things that are coming out of my mouth right now take them or leave them but i'm telling you that the stakes are low low stakes we put the stakes so high always they don't have to be let's just be Let's just figure it out. Let's be where we are happy and growing and loved and cared for because that's what we deserve. We deserve nothing less than that. So those are my first thoughts on picking up your life and moving a thousand miles away. Now, I live in Austin, Texas. Did I ever think I would live in a red-ass state again? No. I did not. Living in a blue state was really nice. I will tell you that, guys. I will tell you that. When I decided to move English. When I decided to move to Austin, I will tell you it was pretty impulse. Um, I felt trapped in New York City. There was, as I said, some like external elements that were going on that uh, 
I just, I had to go. I felt like there was no other option. And any option that was kind of presenting itself of like, well, you can move in with this person or you could sub with that. I just didn't even want to try, which is how I knew it was time to leave. I have a friend here in Austin that also recently moved from New York City to here. I'm not sure why that was so hard to say. And she really shares the same sentiment. And it's been nice to have her as like a recovering New York City buddy. Uh, Grace, my lady. Anyway, so it was impulsive to move here, to re-pot myself in this space. I didn't really know why this place called to me, but do you know what I did? And you know what you're going to think is a little woo-woo? As I found this thing called astrocartography. And what I will tell you, I wikipedia the definition, but then I, I liked this one more. So this is from a website called Mind Body Green. And it says, astrology is all about how the placements of the planets affect us as individuals. Astrocartography takes this concept one step further and maps where the planets were rising and setting all over the world when we were born. So you can believe it, you cannot believe it. But I looked at my astrocartography chart and there was a lot that was happening in New York. And when I say a lot happening, I mean like the lines that went through New York. Because what, what this is, is it's like a map of the whole world and it's your chart that is splayed across in lines. And anyway, there were some lines going through New York City that kind of made sense why sometimes, not sometimes, most of the five years I was there was very hard, which is okay. I was also a struggling artist trying to figure things out. But a line that went through Texas and very near Austin, because the way astrocartography works is it's in like a, a 200 mile, 300 mile, 500. It's a large mile radius. But my Jupiter line is very near Austin. And your Jupiter... Jupiter in your chart is like where you are the most free and where you are the most fun and where you have the most excitement. So I was like, yeah. So what I'm telling you right now is that most of my decisions for Austin to move here were based on a freaking line on some website that I typed my birth time into. And here we are. Low, low, low stakes move go out of your comfort zone and be somewhere else be someone else find out who you are in a new place moving somewhere austin texas where very little people know me who have any frame of reference of me has been freeing in the most terrifying shit of my life when I first got here, I didn't even know how to answer what I did. Because I don't really identify with being a recruiter. But I also don't identify with being a dancer anymore. Or yet. Again. I'm not sure what word to use there. So, finding out who I am here has been wild. Again, bloom where you're planted. Just kidding. Repot yourself. Repot yourself and figure out who you are. So here we are, six months in in Austin. 
and what I've learned. This is also my first time living by myself, which that is going to be a whole nother episode. I'm telling you, my friends that don't have the opportunity to do that because you are married, I'm sorry. Um, but if you have the opportunity to live by yourself, boy, oh boy, do you learn a lot. And here are some things that I have learned. I love that I have the space and the time that I don't have to be on for anyone. I am someone that constantly is absorbing other people's emotions. I would get anxious sometimes, and this has nothing to do with my past roommates, none of you, but I would get anxious about leaving my room because I didn't know how to react to whatever mood they were in one day. And so just to have a space, and I'm still recovering from this. I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh gosh, is anyone in the kitchen? Well, hope, I hope not. If someone is in my kitchen, we're having a bad day, folks. Uh, but I love that I don't have to be on for anyone. The other flip side to that is my depression when it's bad, it's really bad. My, my sads are really sad. My lows are hard and I don't have a roommate to be like, do you want to go do this? Hey, you've been in your bed for a long time. Hey, I haven't seen you. So I have to be proactive and say, Brianna, is laying on the couch and being sad, which sad and depression are different things. I don't even know how to explain the heaviness of when I'm in like a very deep depressive state. Um, but is being here helping you right now? Could you get up? Could you go for a walk? Could you go see people? It, it's like, it's kind of babysitting my own brain sometimes. So I... <laughs> This is making it sound bad, and it's not bad. This is just something that I've learned. Uh, another thing that I have learned is I am a little bit messier than I expected. I have always been kind of a messy person. Being alone and not, like, having to worry about other people, I am definitely messier. And I'm also confused on how things aren't just magically getting cleaned out of the sink. Thank you, past roommates, for doing those things. So, I am a little bit of a messier person. I'm not dirty. But I am a little messy. Uh, this one I'll talk about more in depth when I get to the dating episode. Um, but breakups are harder. Oh, Brianna dates? She does. She does date. Do I keep it quiet while I tell you who I dated? No. Will I tell you while I'm dating someone? No. Will you ever know until I'm married? That is the correct statement. You will not know what being I am in love with until there is a ring on my finger. You will not see them on my Instagram. You will not see them anywhere. They will not be on this podcast. But anyway, breakups are a little bit harder. Um, my cats, they are the best. They are the absolute best. I am so happy to have animals. If you live alone, you should have an animal or something to take care of. A plant, maybe. My weekends? Jam-packed. I work from home, and I also work three jobs. <laughs> so I... 
put so much into my weekends. I try to see and do everything I possibly can in those three days. I say three because Friday's basically the weekend, right? And so I am going, 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 but then I get paid on Friday, and then by the time I get to Monday, it's like I have no paycheck because I spent all my money over the weekend. So that's also why I don't do things during the week, maybe. (laughs) Another point. I love when things look nice. I love, I just got a new comforter. Get a new comforter. Get something new for yourself. It'll make you feel better. I also have to be very, very aware about my communication. I have to communicate because no one sees my face. No one knows when I'm sad. Obviously, people have known me for a long time will know like my patterns of, hmm, you're posting some kind of weird things. My coworker Carrie, God bless her, if I sent her a Snapchat and musical theaters playing in the background, she literally goes, are we okay? Because musical theater could be I am on cloud nine or musical theater could be we are not having any of it. We're not having a good day. So communication is key with living alone and living in a new place where people don't know. People don't know my reactions to things. People don't know that I have such a strong, strong, which I, as of this week, literally this week, trying to heal my anxious attachment style and my very, very strong abandonment wounds. But anyway, people don't know that. So I have to communicate, hey, one of my least favorite things is not being included. It makes me so sad that I it physically hurts. Or, you know what, I really have to have a night in tonight because I'm just I'm just not feeling it. Or, I don't know. Those are two great examples. So, it's, it's a learning experience. It's so cool. In summation, I just went on such a tangent, guys. I hope that you know that you should find a space where you are celebrated. You should find a space where you feel safe. And if that's falling in the 70% of Midwest Americans and staying in your home state, that's okay. If you're going to be the 4 out of 10 Americans that stay in your hometown, that's okay, but please don't live with your parents. Please move out. (laughs) So sorry. There is no right or wrong answer. The right answer is that if you are going to bloom where you are planted, make sure that it's the environment that your plant is supposed to grow in. Or repot yourself. Repot yourself. I'm going to make it into a t-shirt. I hope you enjoyed this second episode. I hope it kind of sort of made sense. I can't believe I spoke for almost 30 minutes and I hope this didn't suck. Who knows? Also, I don't feel like there's very many ums. So again, everybody clap. I'm not going to do the sound effect. You're welcome. So, hi, Star. I am so grateful we got to spend time together again. 
I love you so, so, so much. And I will see you next time. Bye, star.